Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. The Felger Maz Podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. To me, the whole thing with the finger under between the legs, antiquated, archaic, and weird. I mean, the whole thing is freaking silly. It's Felger and Maz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on 98.5 The Sports Hub. I'm told, Colin, that Lamar's... Lamar can't get past, and we've all been there, right, in our careers, Lamar can't get past... I'm better than Deshaun Watson, and I'm not screwing up off the field. Like, and I'm not saying he's wrong. I think he is. He's better than yeah, totally, absolutely. He's always been a better thrower than anybody wants to admit. Yeah. So the so the you know Gene Hackman's fallen sheriff in Unforgiven says to Clint Eastwood, you know, I don't deserve this, and. You know, Clint says, deserves got nothing to do with it. You know, deserves got nothing to do with it. He deserves to get a guaranteed deal more than Deshaun Watson or Kirk Cousins. Yes. He deserves to get paid more than Daniel Jones, for heaven's sake. For heaven's sake. Daniel Jones. I mean, come on. That's That deal's not going to age well. I'm sorry. Right. But as you know, it's all about circumstance and leverage. Michael Silver on with Colin Coward on Lamar Jackson. It's a problem for Lamar Jackson that he's representing himself. Don't you think? Yeah, it's not helping. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking just a lot of fronts. It's just a, it's a. I mean, to save what? 2%? Yeah, or whatever. You know, and for him, a 2% of 200 million is, you know, a good deal of money. I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but with a real agent, you get that real PR push and a lot of, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies that goes mm-hmm. with being an agent. Like that, that pressure helps players. on the team. Yeah. yeah. They know how to play the game. And you also, I think. Know how to pit teams against each other. Like, peace of mind. Yeah, right. Just so you don't. I don't want to like, deal with that crap. You don't have to player. worry about it. Yeah, right. You know, you don't. You don't have an agent. You don't know it. You, you, you think you're getting screwed by everybody all the time. I mean, there's no one to tell you there that actually, no, this is okay. And it's all right. Rest easy. Go to bed. You're fine. And so it's like, I, I don't think he's doing himself any favors. But I, Lamar, ja- Lamar Jackson, that's the only thing that saves the offseason. That's sort of where I'm at right now. Uh, let's zip through these calls. We'll do 10 questions with Greg. Uh, Greg Bedard joining us for a special Big Boy Thursday here. Uh, let's get right back to it. Jeff in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Jeff. Hi, this is... Uh... Greg, I'm thrilled to talk to you. You're my EF Hutton as football analyst. Thanks, bud. I love the way you think. So my first question is a little bit, I agree with Felger 80 to 90% of the time with his opinion of backs, that they're a dime a dozen. Mm -hmm. But so I need you to talk me off the ledge. I am madly in love with Stevenson. I think he is a generational back. Let me stop you. 
Okay, is Ronde Stevenson special? Uh, special. Um, I think he's damn good. I think he... Can I answer? <laughs> can, can you let me answer before you go on your <laughs> rant? Let me, just, go, let me just... Go, go, do it. I think he's damn good. I think he has a chance to be a franchise back. I just don't think you need a franchise back ever. Thank you. He's a beast. I like him too. Good player. Great player. Call him whatever you want. Generational's a bit much. Is he special? No. No. No running back is special anymore. No running back makes a difference, a real difference, championship caliber difference. Do you not watch the league? It's ridiculous. Yeah, but Felger, Sony Michelle was the key to that. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's been so long since the past the time. That the running back made the real difference. It's not even funny. And there are better players than others, of course. And I like watching uh, uh, Henry. What's his first name? Derek. Derek Henry in Tennessee as much as anyone. But they're trying to trade him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. They didn't, got traded. they didn't have a quarterback there. So what did it matter that they had the best running back in the league? What did it matter? And give me give me a great offensive line over a great back any day of the week. It helps in the passing game and opens up all sorts of stuff for anybody to run behind. 1,000%. 1,000% correct. I can turn on the XFL and find someone with some juke and some moves who will get yards behind a good offensive line. They are everywhere. And the Patriots, you want to draft them? That's fine. It doesn't cost you much. You draft him in the middle to later rounds, go nuts. But you have to have your head examined if you give a running back any kind of money. And the only ones I would are the real pass catchers. McCaffrey, not that I'd give him what he got. $16 million a year. Not, I wouldn't give him that. <laughs> but I'd give him something, or I'd give Eckler Kamara's, something. Kamara's Kamara, 15 I'd, mil. I'd give those guys something. Not that. But I'd give him something. Other than that, do the running back thing on your own time, you child. Go back to your fantasy team. Mike in Nashville. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, so that skinny guy sitting next to you needs a new nickname. He ain't the big boy <laughs> anymore. Thanks, Mike. But Medium I boy. called. I, I'm hearing a lot about T. Higgins from Cincinnati being the odd man out there because I can't pay him. Quote of the year. The coach, he's asked about this, or the GM. The GM. At the <laughs> – at the combine, he says, uh, get your own wide receiver. Because I think every team that needs a wide receiver is saying, yeah, we'll just trade for Higgins. And the Bengals, for once, with a little bit of spine, are saying, no, no, go find your own guy. So don't you think Higgins is off the table? Oh, completely. I mean, look, it's the Bengals. If it was another team, you could see it. But, you know, it's Mike Brown and the Bengals. Like, they're finishing last in the NFLPA poll you, they make you play to your contract. The, the the safety, Jesse Bates, tried to hold out last year for a deal, and they basically laughed in his face. And guess what? He played the whole year and then went to unrestricted free agency. You know, you want T. Higgins? Go pay him $30 million a year next year in free agency when you have all this cap space that's going to evaporate over time, when you only have about 29 guys signed for next year. Well, and in- so you're talking about the Bengals. Then. No, I'm talking about the Patriots, yeah. you know, because everybody's like, oh, they have so much cap space. It's about next year. Let's keep rebuilding. Every year is a bridge year to next year until the Patriots actually win. It's an automatic. Automatic. Wait till you see the cap space next year. I heard that all last year. Uh, Jim in Haverhill. Hi, Jim. Hello. Um, there is no way the Patriots are going to win more than seven games this year. 
And the reason why is we need to cut the $25 million man, which is Big Bill. Okay. I, well, yeah, so if they cut Bill, they'll win more games? You've got to tell me who their coach is. I'm not willing to say that. I'll tell you all day he's lost his fastball. I'll tell you all day the game's passing him by. I firmly believe that. No, that he's here means they're going to win those mid, those games against the other middlers. The coaching is so bad in the league that Bill can come down and still be better than most. Uh, the reason they might win seven games is because, I mean, I'll just, again, as as they're listed, the schedule isn't out yet, but as they're listed uh, on Patriots.com, these are the quarterbacks you're facing. Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Tua Tungavailoa, who you've never beat, Aaron Rodgers, whatever they have on the Colts, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, Jalen Hurts, whatever they have on the Commanders. Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Tua Tungavailoa, who you've never beat. Did I mention that? Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Jimmy Garoppolo, Daniel Jones, Kenny Pickett. There's only two real holes on that entire slate of 17. They don't be good quarterbacks, and they're facing mostly all good quarterbacks next year. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a one-year thing. I mean, this is going down to the, the, the end of Brady. The uh, the boogeymen couldn't get off the field in the last game of the season against the, the, the Dolphins. Mike, I, I wanted to get your take on this. I view this as, look, I view this as the ultimate referendum on Bell. Like, I, I think that the results at the end of the year – should dictate whether he continues or not. I mean, because since he made the decision to uh, to part with Brady and Kraft backed Belichick over Brady, to this point, it's been a loss for the franchise, okay? Coming into the – and you can make excuses. You could say, all right, uh, you know, 2020 was the first year without Brady. You know, you had a rookie quarterback, signed free agents, okay? But this year, considering – what they spent two years ago, um, you know, the ability to bring back Billy O'Brien, change okay. the coaching staff, and draft capital, and say, cap space this year. You've had What's th- the excuse? Sorry to cut you off. You've had three drafts. You've had a big run in free agency two years ago. You've had three years let the dust settle, build it back up. Where are we? Right. I mean, I, I don't see the Patriots – Look, if they're not contenders, if your excuse is last year and Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, that's Bill Belichick's fault. They should be – look, we gave them 2020. We gave them, all right, 10-7, and seven, rookie quarterback, bunch of new free agents, okay. We're in the heading in the right direction. They went backwards. Like, they should be – they should be in contention for the division. They should, they should get into the playoffs. They should win a playoff game this year. They have no excuses. You know, there wasn't any, oh, well, you know, we had to use, uh, we, we had to, we couldn't, ha- we didn't have any cap space because of all the stuff we did for Tom Brady. That crap. That's years ago now. He's had plenty of time to get this wired. He has 11 draft picks this year, including 14th overall. Like, if they're not competitive this year, what are the excuses? What, what are they doing if they run it back again? And again, I think you're right, and it's also a referendum on his methods and how he's doing it, which again is building the middle class. Feels like there's still this emphasis on the middle of the field versus the outside. You know that this feels like a typical Patriots offseason. Mike, Mike, it, it reminds me of that movie Up. You know the old oh, guy. I love, this. I love this, Vinny. Do you got this? The Go old guy with the house who you know his wife dies and he's sitting in his house and he's <laughs> grumbling, and yet all around him 
you know, there's these skyscrapers going up, like the AFC East and the AFC with all these great quarterbacks and great offenses, and there's Belichick sitting on his front stoop just adding middling guys, you know, running it back on defense, not believing in in good wide receivers, and, you know, what's going to happen? I mean, is he – is Bill going to have balloons that suddenly like lift the team up and you know all of a sudden they're they're relevant again? I I don't know. He what just feels say- like the old man. What you're saying is he refuses to acknowledge change and progress. Yes, then. that's he, what it feels he's like. He's the guy in the house. As we've all been to the garden, and if you come in from the back, you know that there's this one remaining little tenement house that used to exist in the old West End. Oh yeah, yeah right yeah. in the 50s and 60s, there was a whole neighborhood like this. They raised the entire thing tore it down except one guy said no you ain't getting my place (laughs) and now there's that one you know what i'm talking about like that old sliver of a tenement and maybe tenement's a little strong but old beat-up apartment building i'm never selling that's on an island with a freeway around it and the garden right next to it and the big modern apartment building next to it now and still there's that one thing in the middle there just sticking up there that's bill that's bill and his effing roster building I mean, that's what it feels like. You're right. That's mm-hmm. the movie Up where the guy is in the balloons. It's a cartoon, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's there's, cute. There's a pop culture reference for you. you there you claim go, we never make them. There's one of them. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. So, let's see. I, I'm with you, Greg. I, I, I don't love their chances. I mean, they might even be better, and I still don't love their chances. Uh, let's do 10 questions with the big boy right after this. The safety of your loved ones has never been more important. That's why Safety Insurance offers the Drive with Safety app, which gives you the ability to monitor driving habits that will help improve the performance of every driver in the family. Plus, save 5% on your auto policy. Ask an independent agent about Safety Insurance. We'll help you manage life's storms. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is officially live in Massachusetts. Don't bet with some out-of-town sportsbook. Bet local from the comfort of your own home with DraftKings Sportsbook, the sportsbook born and raised right here in Mass. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with promo code SPORTSHUB will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet $5 or more on anything. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast Fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And new customers can use promo code SPORTSUB to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SPORTSUB. Hope is here. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. Visit gamesensema.com. 21 plus fits in present in Massachusetts. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Pre-launch offer participants void. Terms at DraftKings.com slash Get ready for more Felger and Maz on the Sports Hub. Every day they work their hardest to give you the best show they can. I think that's rare. It's Felger and Maz on 98.5 The Sports Hub. You want the answer? You've got to ask the question. Do you have an opinion based on if you had to go with your gut, what, which way it would go? Uh, Sometimes you have to ask it over and over and over again. Why, 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 why? This is 10 Questions with Greg Bedard and Felger and Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub. All right, special free agency edition. 10 questions. We're late. we got to be real quick. Jimmy, what are our buzzers this week? Probably. Probably. Nice. <laughs> Go ahead, Go ahead Mass. Two-part harmony here on Felger and Mass. Next, you're just losing ball grabbing? That's the pitch timer. You're They're eliminating ball grabbing. And they've got a nice, you know, D. 
Uh, <laughs> de- defense core. Yeah, even I couldn't get that one out. Next. Uh, it's firm. <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, I forgot what I was going to say. Go. <laughs> uh, thanks, Baz. And these final two are going to be staples, I think, for the rest of the year. Okay. Mac has the ability to, you know, to play quarterback in this league. Mm. We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Easy. All right. Next. Hit it. We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Greg, the Packers are apparently holding out for a first-round pick and more from the Jets for Aaron Rodgers. Do they deserve that return? And what are your main takeaways from that entire situation? Uh, they do not deserve that return because they that contract is just enormous so uh i think they should be accepting less than that rogers put them on notice they have no leverage as far as i'm concerned so they should just get rid of them and move on so everybody can move on and as far as the whole situation uh if rogers is to believe i i didn't like how they basically changed course they went from telling he says they went from telling him we want you back blah 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 to all of a sudden he goes on his darkness retreat and now he's hearing all sorts of reports about how they hate them and are moving on. Like, that's that's not cool. Not for a guy who's been there that long. The Packers should get one first rounder for him. If Matt Stafford goes for two, and I know the contract's crazy, they should get one, but no more than that. And my main takeaway is that Rodgers becomes more insufferable by the day. Excuse me, next. Probably. Probably. Uh, what's the one signing or move around the league the Pats should have made? Jalen Ramsey trade. They should have done that. Uh, I say go after Jordan Poyer. You know, you lose Devin McCourty. I thought Poyer would have been a good fit here, and you help hurt the Bills as well. They should have signed Jordan Poyer. Next. Go ahead, go ahead What's been the dumbest move made across the league so far, Greg? Uh, the Bears signing Bills linebacker Tremaine Edmonds for four years, $75 million, $45 million guaranteed for a – I'm just not a big fan. I think he's been completely overrated. I didn't think he – you know, we see him twice a year. I didn't think he changed many games against the Patriots – I don't think he's that athletic. He doesn't play as well as his timed athletic speed. Uh, I just think he's completely overrated, and I think that's that's going to be a terrible contract. Patriots signing a 34-year-old journeyman tackle by the name of Riley Reef to real money, near $5 million. It's a bad one, but I, I, I like the Bears one. How, how long and for how long are they going to pay defensive players like offensive passing game players? We talk about a team. It starts with ownership. That is quite literally stuck in the 70s and 60s and mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, that's how they've run their t- – my entire life, they paid defensive players like offensive players. And there was a time that would ha- that you could do that. Yes. But they're still doing it. It's a good one. Next. I, I mean, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> All right. Uh, not that I care about this, but it's kind of fun because this is sort of a fantasy football question. Give me a landing spot for Zeke Elliott. Uh, other than the scrap heap, because I don't really care, uh, the Giants for the rivalry and backing up Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I mean, I want to say the coach because I think he's done, but if not, Kansas City should take a flyer on him. That's a good one. All right, next. And they've got a nice, you know, D. Uh, <laughs> de- defense core. <laughs> uh, it's firm. Six, do you believe in Tua Tungavailoa with that Dolphins team? Do you believe in him as the guy? Can he beat Jalen Hurts? I do. I I do think they have enough around them now, especially with Vic Fangio on defense and Jalen Ramsey, and they got David Long, the linebacker from Tennessee. I was hoping he'd land here. Really underrated linebacker. That'll solidify them there. Uh, and and with a good backup. Not an injury-prone guy like Teddy Bridgewater. Mike White. Mike White. Yeah, I think I think it's a good situation. I ultimately say no because he's a concussion waiting to happen, but be that as it may, if he stays healthy, maybe. He can't run like Hurts. That's the only reason I say he can't be. If healthy, yes. I think the kid's a winner. Next. 
We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Number five, who's been the biggest tool bag of the NFL offseason? And if it's Rodgers, you have to give me the second second biggest. So it's definitely Rodgers, but I'm going to go with Jerry Jones because, hey. uh, like, <laughs> I, just because they don't do anything. Like, we need some sort of big owner with a deep pocket just slinging money around. Like, we need that guy, and I don't know if it's collusion or what, but we don't have that guy. It should be Jerry Jones in Dallas. That thing's a freaking cash register. Look at their cash spending. We get on the Patriots, and rightfully so, for their cash spending. Dallas is worse. Are they? Dallas is worse. Dallas ranks low. If it's possible to rank lower than the Patriots, Dallas does. They're frauds. You That's think, embarrassing. You think of them as that big spending, you know, just yeah. throwing money. No, 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 no. Look at their cash spending. They're low. Jerry might be the biggest fraud in the entire league. That Johnny Blue one, them whores ain't going to pay for themselves. And I traded for <laughs> Stefan Gilmore, you son of a bitch. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. because of the airplane incident back in December. Big tool bag. Next. Go ahead, Go ahead Matt. What's been your favorite free agent move of the Belichick era here in New England going back 23 years now? What was the best of your favorite one, the one you liked the most? I have recency bias, but I'm going to go with Revis. I mean, I think that was responsible for ending the 10-year title drought and sort of kicking off uh, the next wave. Rodney Harrison, 20 years ago. I remember when I heard it on the radio on EEI, I almost drove off the road because they needed to get mean, and you can't get meaner than that guy. Those are two great ones. I'll leave those uh, standing. Next. Probably. Probably. What was your least favorite? In real time, we can all look back and say, yep. Dale is Tom. You know, no, in, in, when, they, when they made the move, how'd you feel about well, it? Franchising Joe Tooney. I said it at the time. You know, this is after, this is, they basically took, Brady said no, Belichick panicked, franchise Joe Tooney at $15 million a year for a guard when you knew they were going to suck after Brady left with Cam Newton at quarterback. And so not only did it cost them $15 million cash, but also a third round comp pick because they signed a bunch of free agents the next year. It was just, it was one of the dumbest moves. You could see it coming a mile away. I can't believe Bill did it, but it still irks me to this day. Complete waste. Cam Newton. I mean, that was a giant waste of time. You feel that in real time? I had a sliver of hope, not. but I thought he was mostly washed at that point, and it, he ultimately proved that to be true. This wasn't a free agent move, but it was an off-season move. I'll count it. Randy Moss, you're not surprised to hear that. Uh, and it ultimately, I was right. Ruined your culture. Took you years to dig yourselves out of that thing. Didn't win with them. That's the Randy Moss package right there. Next. I, didn't, I mean, I forgot what I was going to say, Joe. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> you can do that like four times a show. Uh, number two, the NFL. Unlike the NBA and the NHL, holds their free agency before the draft, not after. Is that a good or a bad thing? Do they do it right, or is it the other leagues have it right? Why does the league do it that way? I don't. You know, people really consider this, but it does change the dynamic. Why? I mean, why I, does NFL free agency go first? I don't know about the the other leagues and how they do it. I don't really pay that close attention, but I like how the Patriots, uh, how the NFL does it because. Um, you know, you can plug holes now and then guys might become available. If you did the draft first, there'd be a bunch of guys on the street. Like after getting displaced in the draft, it wouldn't have quite the same pizzazz. I like it the way that it is right now. I do too. I hadn't thought about it until you asked this question, but I like these couple of months in the spring. It just makes it exciting. So I wouldn't want it changed. Well, it just how it fills the calendar. But I wonder, Greg, for the reason you said, if they had free agency after the draft, there would be more guys on the street. Right, and may, it might even be a more interesting process. It'd be watered down, though. It'd be watered opinion. down, yeah. But there'd be more bodies. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I think they should flip it. I think they should flip it like the other leagues. I think you would have more. Someone drafts a good wide receiver, they cut a good wide receiver. Now there's another guy on the board. 
So I think they might actually hurt themselves in that regard. All right, last one. Go ahead, Go ahead Give me your AFC power rankings based on current rosters with Aaron Rodgers in New York. Okay. Give me your AFC power rankings and stop when you get to the Patriots. I have KC, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Miami, the Jets, the Jags, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Browns, oh. and then the Patriots. Whoa, whoa. So Baltimore, Miami, Jets, Jags, the Raiders. Yep. Nine? Uh, that's eight, I think. And then Denver's nine. Cleveland is ten. Patriots are 11th. 11th. Holy crap. The Broncos are back ahead of the Patriots. Yeah, with Sean Payton and some of the moves that they've made. Yep. Okay, and the Browns. Yeah, I like what they're doing uh, on defense. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. This should be good. Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Jets, Jags, Dolphins, Chargers, Ravens, Raiders, Steelers, Patriots. I also have them at 11th. I think you make case for all those teams. I think you make the case for all those teams. I I, I do know. I'm assuming Lamar Jackson's back with the Ravens. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, that, that's a big one right there, obviously. I couldn't put the Steelers. So it's the Steelers, Titans, Colts, and Texans. I couldn't put the, you know, in front of the Patriots. Okay, I had the Steelers ahead of the Patriots last year. I think they got there, didn't they? Did the Steelers finish ahead of the Patriots ultimately? No. Or were they both eight and nine? I think they had the same record. The Steelers turned their season completely around, though. Or they were they eight, eight and one? Were they one of those teams? I, I, I don't know. I had the Steelers ahead of you last year. They barely just missed, just like the Patriots. Okay. Either way, Steelers uh, were nine and eight. So Steelers were ahead of you. So you are. You're coming up from behind on the Steelers. Uh, so that ooh tenth eleven. That's not in the playoffs. Oh, oh, by the way, in case you were scoring, that's not in the playoffs. There's only seven. So that's where the uh, the group has the Patriots. All right, there you go. Ten questions, I promise. Right to your phones after Murray's update. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is officially live in Massachusetts. Don't bet with some out-of-town sportsbook. Bet local from the comfort of your own home with DraftKings Sportsbook, the sportsbook born and raised right here in Mass. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with promo code SPORTSHUB will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet $5 or more on anything. DraftKings has the best features including same game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and new customers can use promo code SPORTSUB to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SPORTSUB. Hope is here. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. Visit gamesensema.com 21 plus physically present in Massachusetts. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Pre-launch offer participants void. Terms at DraftKings.com slash MA. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is officially live in Massachusetts. Don't bet with some out-of-town sportsbook. Bet local from the comfort of your own home with DraftKings Sportsbook, the sportsbook born and raised right here in Mass. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with promo code SPORTSHUB will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet $5 or more on anything. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast 
fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and new customers can use promo code SPORTSUB to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SPORTSUB. Cope is here. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. Visit gamesensema.com. 21 plus visits present in Massachusetts. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Pre-launch offer participants void. Terms at DraftKings.com slash MA. We're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Now, now, now. Felger and Mass continues on the Sports Hub. How do you feel about the narrative that you have a laundry list before you can do anything? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Just ask, ask Schefter what I text him when he somehow got my number and texted me. You know, I didn't respond to Diana Rossini, I think her name is. Yes, like, Diana. Great work. Well. But, like, I would say the same thing that I told Sheffy. Shefty, lose my number. Ooh. Nice try. <laughs> I'll speak for myself. I'm sure there'll be people that, that's, that, you know, have their sources. But, the, you know, from what I've seen, it's like I had a sheet of paper when I met with the Jets and I said, uh, sign these people. And that's not the reality. That's okay. so ridiculous. Did they ask me about certain guys that I played with over the years? Of course. Did I talk glowingly about teammates that I love? Yeah. Do I make demands about certain people? I mean, it's just my only demand is for transparency. And I, and, and and if you say some bullshit, sometimes it's not even worth it. It's something that the uh, Rappaport said or something. Yes. But like, when something gets gets out there and then assumed to be true, then it can take on a life of its own. It can go from oh, there was a conversation about 20 different players to, oh, he wants, you know, these guys to be signed. Otherwise, he doesn't want to come. It's like, come on, what are we talking about? This guy, Greg, the aggrieved Aaron Rodgers. Just played that cut yesterday. The I can't say a-hole. It's an asshat. I can say a-hole. The ass cavity. Oh, that's a good workaround. Yeah, there you go. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Passing the censors for now. This guy, always aggrieved, always wronged, the perpetually aggrieved and wronged Aaron Rodgers. Anyway, I just thought I'd play that for you again. I like that. It's it's just amazing that, you know, I covered the end of Favre and all that. and It's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. It's worse. I mean, well, Favre certainly had his big-time issues uh, behind the scenes. But I mean, Rogers. It's it's amazing because when he when he set out, I was there at the at the beginning, and Rogers set out to be the anti-Farf on the field, off the field. He was one of the guys. Dinners together. Didn't want to turn the ball over. Didn't want to be reckless with the ball to a fault when he first started his career. And didn't want to make it all about him. Didn't want to make it all about him. It was about the Packers. Didn't want to be a drama queen. Didn't want to hold the team hostage. Any of that stuff. And now he's devolved into something that in, in many ways is worse than the end of Favre. It's, it's amazing. I, I love Aaron. I love covering him. You know, still when I see him, now I get to see him twice a year. Um, you know, we always have good conversations still. But, you know, holy hell. <laughs> Do you think he'd be good there? Like, at least for one year, he'd get the fire under his ass and they'd be a problem? Yeah, I, I, I heard a guy who, you know, he's a guy who, as you could tell, hears a lot. And gets that chip on his shoulder, you know, a little bit like, you know, Brady, uh, Brady did it better, but 
yeah, this is this is going to motivate him, and he's going to be big trouble at least for a year. I mean, I I don't like that he basically said he was ninety percent retired when he went into the darkness. You know, I I don't I like don't hearing that from any athlete because yeah. if he you know as soon as you think you're retired, you're you're done. I mean, you know, look at Brady this year. Yeah, right. Coming back, I mean, it wasn't all his fault, but he was. You know, once there. you once you have that doubt creep into your mind, you, it. It's easy to quit again. You know, once you stop, once you quit, it's easy to do it. You know, if they don't get off to a good start, I could see him it, it being trouble. Absolutely. And I mentioned this yesterday. I'll say it again. We'll know early on if he's engaged or not. And that's yeah. if he shows up. I think he will be. I think he has to show up. I That offense that – Show up in the offseason, Greg. Show up now. Yeah. Show up early. Work with the players, I don't et know if he'll be there early. But he will – he'll do what's needed to be done. But he I, did not put in the work the last I couple years. I hated that. The, the offense was – the LaFleur offense was a terrible fit for Aaron Rodgers. And, and you could tell he looked bored with it. Now he's going to be able to dictate everything, sort of like Brady did in Tampa. Didn't he win an MVP in that offense two years ago? Yeah, but still. I mean – I know Aaron. I've watched him his whole career. You know Aaron. Yeah, he's he's bored with it. I mean, lose my just, number just because, <laughs> just because he was productive. First name basis. He's a hey Greg. Yes, really. Yeah, you call you big boy. I saw him in the locker room at Lambeau last year. I walked right up to him and he was like, "Wow, you've lost a lot of weight. You know, look really good. You know that kind of thing." Lose my number. Um, <laughs> lose my number, big boy. Yeah. So I mean, I like I'm just telling you. I've watched him his whole career. I don't care what his numbers were. I don't care how the Packers did. That offense was a bad fit for him. He has to be intellectually engaged to be his best. And it, it kind of differed with McCarthy. It got bad at the end. LaFleur, maybe for a year it worked, but then he was bored to tears. He'll be more engaged. Hackett will let him do his thing. Okay, I promise we're going to wrap it up with rapid-fire calls for Bedard right after these words in our long commercial-free segment. More Belger and Maz and you on the way on the Sports Hub. Exactly what was it you heard? It's Belger and Matt. Oh. 98.5 The Sports Hub. All right, final thoughts with Bedard. We'll do it with you. So let's try and be quick with this if we could. It's a big boy lightning round. Paul in the car. Go. Yeah, hi. You know, I used to be a Belichick Bobo, but I'm kind of changing like you, Mike. I'm thinking about this. Don't we have to go back? and look at every decision that he made that we thought was brilliant at the time, but maybe it wasn't. For example, closing seconds of the Super Bowl against Seattle, everybody was yelling at the TV, call timeout, Brady's got to get the ball back, call timeout. Nobody knew the Malcolm Butler interception was coming. And the explanation was, well, you know, I was looking at Pete Carroll on the sidelines, and they looked disorganized over there, so I didn't call timeout. You know what I'm thinking now? Yeah. I'm thinking that he froze like anybody else would have. That old Patriot way, it's all nonsense. Okay, it's not all nonsense. And I don't take away the coaching work he did for the 20 years when Brady was here. And it's still the combination of the two. And Belichick's, you know, elite, elite coaching and scheming combined with Brady got you what you got. So I'm not taking that away from him. I never have. And I do think he waited out Carroll on that. I'm going to give Bill the benefit of the doubt that Carroll crapped his pants and Bill just stared him down and waited him out. What I have gone back, and we all should go back on, is what, you know, the importance of – uh, the order of importance, you know, again, just in, in today's discussion, the team sold us and Bill sold us and the Crafts sold us on the strong middle class and spreading the money to the bottom of the roster, and that's why we win, and that's the key to our championships, okay? That's one of many things that we have to look back on now and go complete bullcrap. 
because their middle class is still good, and they're nowhere near a championship. Why? And the answer is the quarterback play and the top of the roster. Yep. And so there's a whole rope, you know, you know <clears throat> when I used to get on them about the draft, and this, you know, 10 years ago, you'd criticize the Patriots for the draft picks, which I used to do, and all you'd get back from Patriots fans is, oh, they won the Super Bowl, didn't they went to the AFC Championship game, didn't they? And I'd try and say, yeah, but that was still a lousy draft. Oh, go back to a skew. You just hate the Patriots. You just hate the Patriots. No. They won the Super Bowl, but it was still a bad draft. It's That can happen. And actually, his drafting hasn't been so good in the last couple of years. I'd say that in the middle of the run, and people look at me like I had three heads. But it's like, no, no. They didn't win championships because of their draft. You know, there were some years they drafted great. Some years they didn't. Mm-hmm. You got to drop that. They didn't win championships because the way Bill handles um, – Injury information. They didn't win championships because the way they managed the salary cap. They didn't win championships because a host of a, a whole host of reasons that we gave them credit for. It's not why they won. That's where, where I go back and rewrite history. Uh, yeah, I'm not taking anything away from Bill and his coaching. I mean, even to this day. And and do I think he's perfect? No. Has he slipped to the very bottom in the league in terms of aggressiveness on fourth down and those decisions? And, and does it cost the Patriots sometimes? Yeah, I think so. And and there have been more of those examples in recent years. But still, when it comes to the beginning of the week, looking at an opponent, saying this is the best way, this is the game plan on both sides of the ball to win this game against this opponent, there's nobody better in the league than Bill still. Okay, and I'll still take him in that, in that case, in that vacuum as well. But his program... I just wish he had more talent to combat against these teams. I think his program... As a football CEO, I think his program, his company is falling behind because he's a little outdated and he's losing a step. And that's what I believe. Uh, but he's still got the better Pete Carroll in that situation. I'm not taking that one away from him. Austin in Maine. Go ahead, Austin. Hey, um, how are you guys doing? I just had two quick questions. Uh, so I was wondering your opinions on the path getting uh, James Robinson. And then I was wondering if you thought there was maybe any chance that uh, they were going to go after D-Hop still. Hey, James Robinson, useless and a waste of money. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. co-sign on that. If yep. I can sum Seconded. it up. Okay. And is DeAndre Hopkins dead or you still think that's alive? I think it's alive. I think Bill's trying to, uh, and he's back to it. He's trying to, he's trying to win every deal. He's trying to win every negotiation, win every deal, including I think he's waiting out uh, the Cardinals. He doesn't think there's much of a market. I think he's waiting them out. Uh, Eddie, so that's good news. I'll take that as hopeful. Eddie in Boston. Go ahead, Eddie. Hey, what's going on today? Um, I don't get this Randy Moss denigration. So do you have um, uh, an article from a, a source reporter that says that he's this cultured um, uh, ruiner? He's yes. a bad person because yes. you do? Yes. Because from Tom Brady's mouth, who everyone loves around here, yeah, that, also why throws, they tra- who throws iPads, who um, yells and screams at teammates. And don't get me wrong, he's my favorite player, but I've never heard anybody say anything about Randy Moss. I'm talking about the teammates. Yeah. Um, he, uh, Tom Brady said he's his... Eddie, just use your head. Use your head. How many teams was he on in the final five years of his career? Something like six, four, five, six? He went from here to Minnesota. They got one whiff of him and shipped his ass out. Then he went, I, I think, to Tennessee... San Francisco. And then Tennessee. San Francisco, he ended up there. So Patriots, Minnesota, Tennessee, San Francisco. If I'm missing someone, I might be missing someone. But in like the last two or three years of his career, people couldn't get rid of him fast enough. 
because he was an a-hole. I mean, they traded him in the middle of that. What was that? 2010. It was 2010 season. I mean, they traded him in the middle of that season after he complained about his contract and behind the scenes, didn't he scream at Bill O'Brien? He's he got into a, 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 some sort of altercation with Bill O'Brien, uh, Eddie. But his teammates liked him, so that his teammates liked him. That was the problem. He was, you know, they were extremely influential in that locker room, which is bad when and when and Randy started to quit here like he quits everywhere else. So when he started to quit and started to shut it down, other guys followed suit. What do you think happened in 09? Maybe no one, like, how do you think that that happened? It's because they started following the wrong guys and started following Randy Moss. So 09 happened and Randy Moss was right in the middle of that. And they got three weeks into 2010 and said, enough, enough of this. I, you know, so like I mostly defend him because he was a blast to watch, and I loved 07, even though they didn't end up winning it. But uh, 09, I mean, he did quit. I remember the Carolina game here; he was quitting on routes. It's like, what am I watching? So we we don't need to go back in history, uh, and we can agree to disagree if you want. But that's how I feel about it. Uh, Paul in West Roxbury, go ahead, Paul. Yeah, um, can you tell me over the Belichick times who they've ever paid twenty million dollars for in one year? So uh, it's a good question. Uh, did a Dallas Thomas get a twenty million dollar uh, signing bonus? I, I mean, he might have gotten a. I don't know. I it mean, was up I, there. I mean, even Revis got like, wasn't he like fourteen million dollars? He that came down from what he was making in, oh, yeah. in uh, Tampa. Yeah, no. So if just, whether the number is twenty or twenty-five or nineteen, whatever you're asking, you're right. The 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 number of big lump payment, you know. Big wrist expenditures that they've had since they've been here are few and far between. So whatever that number is, 20, they've never gone over 20 or 25. Again, they, they don't do that thing you're talking about. Mary in Manchester, hi. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. Um, I wanted to Greg's thoughts on something. Um, I know there's been a lot of talk about um, Lamar coming to the Patriots, but, you know, that would be amazing. But I don't think it's going to happen because um, – his contract is prohibitive, and I also think that they're committed to Mac Jones this year because of what happened last year, and he was a first-round pick, and you know he's cheap and all of that. But I do think that Belichick harbors resentment against Mac Jones after what happened last year. So my question to, to Greg is, do you think it's possible that Bill's going to draft a quarterback in the second round and put him in the pipeline with Zappi so that if Mac Jones underperforms this year, he can then go to Kraft and say, you know what, I just don't think this guy is the future. Okay, Mary, thank you. Bill's really relationship with Mac Jones and does he do anything about it? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he loves Mac Jones at this point. Um, but and it's not just I think it's more performance than anything else. And um, it's not that big a deal to me. I, I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, I don't think Bill loves him, but he's going to make do with him as far as drafting another quarterback. I would do that if I were Belichick, not in the second round, probably unless I absolutely fell in love with someone who sort of fell there, but third or fourth round like this, you know, we've mentioned before, the Hendon Hooker guy from Tennessee. Yeah, he's 25, I think, at this point. He's older, but I don't really care about that. But he's coming back from injury, high upside, really smart guy, great leader. He was the Heisman Trophy, like, uh, favorite until he got hurt last year. So that's a guy that if I can get in, like, the third round um, and just sort of develop behind the scenes, absolutely. And I think – He's a guy who could compete because of his age, could compete next season for the starting job if Mac Jones doesn't work out. Don and Carver, go. Uh, yeah, I'm totally perplexed as to how the man who holds the purse strings uh, uh, manages to elude the negative spotlight that he should definitely hold ahead of 
Bill Belichick, and even Mac Jones throwing. Mac Jones can't. Uh, they, they don't know if he can throw the fastball. Bill Belichick, they said he's lost his fastball. Well, guess what? Uh, Mr. Kraft has both his balls, and they're tied tightly in the scrotum. Wow. That escalated quickly. <laughs> nope, that was well. Yeah. You finished strong there, <laughs> my my friend. I agree. I, I, I don't know how... I don't know how Robert Kraft escapes scrutiny on the spending, and it all goes to Bill in some quarters. I just think it's my, my – I am of the opinion that it's mostly Bill because you just look at the way he's operated. He he puts a huge emphasis on how much people make, how it affects the locker room. I think they do work in concert. Um, I think they both give each other cover that you can't really blame one or the other, and I think they like it that way. It's good. That's a good point. They give each other cover. All right, Greg. Good stint. Good to see you, Greg. Yeah, good to see you guys. I thought the take of the day, and we'll 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 get back to it at the five o'clock hour, is when you said this is setting up to be the ultimate Bill referendum season. He's trudging on like the NFL hasn't changed. Doesn't matter who his quarterback is. His belief in depth, special teams, strong middle class, et cetera, et cetera. All that BS. He believes that will still win the day in the NFL. Reminds me of the movie Up. Up. Sorry, I had it wrong in the email. Reminds me of the movie Up. And for those of you who don't know, this is the cartoon where the old man's in the house and he gets a bunch of balloons and it floats up into the sky. Reminds me of the movie Up and the old guy. Meanwhile, skyscrapers are going up all around him. And somehow, because the simulcast is the simulcast, we could only run the picture once, which is amazing. Well, those, those cartoons have are very litigious. They have strong You get sued by the old guy with balloons. Yeah. <laughs> you can run it once, but not another time. So we ran it once on the simulcast. We can't run it a second time. Amazing. But it's a good analogy. It's a good analogy. Referendum on Bill's ways because it feels like this is the full, and I this I don't mean this in the good way. There's no excuses. This is the full Belichick. We've had years, years since Brady left. Rebuild year. Get the cap right. Accumulate draft picks. 14th overall this year. No excuses. You got your quarterback in the first round. You know, whatever. The Patriots should contend. They should make the playoffs. They should be in a playoff game, if not win a playoff game, or else what are we doing here? Okay. Thanks again for coming in. We appreciate it. All right. See Thanks, you guys. Greg. Catch a big boy on the Boston Sports Journal. Uh, we, football thoughts all day long and the very latest as events occur. Uh, but we do want to mix in our concerns with the Celtics, which remain even in victory last night. A Bruins thought as well. Do you have anything, Murray? No, no, no. I'm waiting, okay. to, waiting to trash the Celtics. Okay. Let's trash the Celtics, shall we? <laughs> Here's an update first. 90 seconds, no spots, and we're right back. Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. 
The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is officially live in Massachusetts. Don't bet with some out-of-town sportsbook. Bet local from the comfort of your own home with DraftKings Sportsbook, the sportsbook born and raised right here in Mass. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with promo code SPORTSHUB will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet $5 or more on anything. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can use promo code SPORTSHUB to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SPORTSHUB. Hope is here. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. Visit gamesensema.com. 21 plus fits and present in Massachusetts. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Pre-launch offer participants void. Terms at DraftKings.com slash MA.